Yeah, yeah. You were in there for hours. Now we're never gonna make it to the dealership in time. It closes in 30 minutes. We're sorry. We didn't know it was daytime. There aren't any windows in the arcade. Excuses, excuses. How am I supposed to trust you when all you give me are excuses? When are you two gonna learn that your actions have consequences? Consequences that affect other people, like me. Don't you two understand? I'm about to lose my job. You may not care about keeping your jobs, but I care about keeping mine. Cause if I lose my job, I have nothing. Welcome back, everybody, to the Excellent Podcast. This is the show where we sit down and watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I am your co-host, Jason. And I'm your other co-host, Josh. That is so repetitive. I feel like, um, I feel bad for anyone who, like, binge listens to the episode, if there is anyone out there, because they have to listen to that same thing, like, <laughs> at the beginning. Well, it is a show, after all, so. True. Also, uh, the way you were doing the intro made it sound like you were doing v- Vsauce or Daily Dose of Internet. <laughs> hey, the excellent podcast, Jason here. So... <laughs> What is the excellent challenge? Uh, is what it would be like. Oh, fuck, I forgot that recipe. It's like omelets. Hello, omelets. It's it's twelve omelet or yeah, twelve eggs to make an omelet. Uh, chili, cheese, a fruit bowl, and stuff like that. Uh, also, when you visit me next weekend, because it's that time of the year, um, we are going to be going to that breakfast place that I mentioned. Where when I got an omelet, I realized halfway through that it was a mini version of the excellent challenge. I'm excited, but also nervous to see what you're talking about. It's not than anything extreme, but it's really good. I believe you. Do you put like hot yeah. sauce on your uh, or like any? Because I know some people put ketchup on their eggs if they do like sunny side up or whatever. Uh, CJ likes putting ketchup on her eggs. I I love putting specifically Cholula sauce. That's Cholula the, sauce. Okay. It is the best hot sauce that exists out there, in my opinion. Um, when I was younger, when my dad would boil eggs, you know, those hard-boiled eggs, whatever. Yeah. He, he would uh, make me eat it with salt. Uh, salt is very popular on, on hard-boiled eggs. I I thought that was just a me thing. So, You know, every single time I, uh, I hear about someone putting salt on their hard-boiled eggs or anytime I do it. Yeah. I think of that one episode where SpongeBob and Patrick think that Mr. Krabs is a robot. Oh. Why? <laughs> Cuz he had he had the little tongs and then he was he was about to put salt on his eggs but then he ended up dropping it on his eyes. Oh yeah. I uh, I was watching SpongeBob the other day. I was just binge-watching it cuz I don't have Paramount Plus, but it's on Prime Video. So Ooh, I was like, "Oh, okay." okay. Do you, do you like deviled eggs? I don't think I've ever had deviled eggs before. Uh, I love me some deviled eggs. It is one of my favorite ways to eat eggs. Did I ever tell you that uh, eating eggs makes me really gassy? You you did mention that. Yeah. And I, I also I, Yeah, true. I barely ate today. I, I feel like it's oh. become such a common trend where towards the end of every single episode, like as of recent, I always just complain about how hungry I am. Well, yeah. I do have the same schedule every day. Yeah, I know, but do you not like 
have a snack or anything during your day? Um, well, on Tuesdays, the only time I eat is during lunch at work. And okay. I that usually consists of like a main meal and then a, a snack and a drink. So, but I should probably be eating more than that because I'm starving. Oh well, then let's I, let's keep it rolling then. All right. So, um, well, we do have our new segment. Should we should we spread it out throughout the episode or should we? And eh, no, let, let's do it right now, real quick. Okay. All right. So we are recording this on Seven uh, Eleven Day. Oh, oh my gosh! No! I, no, I forgot. Shoot, I totally forgot that I didn't even realize it was 7-Eleven, so I can't get my free Slurpee. I don't think I can either. So, I remember, um, you know those huge uh, blue water jugs that you find in offices? Yes. The one that they hook up to those machines? Yeah. One time on 7-Eleven day, I went to um, I went to go get a Slurpee with my friend, mm-hmm. and he brought one of those empty blue jugs, <laughs> and he filled it up. I think, um, do you remember Kyle Gary? Yeah, of course. I think he did. I think he did the exact same thing. I know okay, a lot of people awesome. actually from our school did that. Actually, um, I have two friends where their anniversary is on Seven Eleven, and I think today is like either their like eighth or ninth Jeez. anniversary. They've been dating for a long time. Wait, hold on. Yeah, what? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do the math. If they, I think they started dating in twenty fifteen. So yeah, eight yeah. years. Holy shit. Uh, so oh I'm guessing. Five more years is when the question's gonna get popped up. Um, I I doubt either of them listen to this podcast, but I have a feeling it might be coming. Oh, I, I have. They're they're taking a trip to to New York in like a couple months, hmm. and okay. they're both like very like strong theater people. And hmm. I have a feeling that he's gonna pop the question on Broadway. Ooh, that's perfect. Mm. Actually, if that's their thing. Yeah, I, ju- I just saw I just saw the the friends this past week because nice. I was in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, with it being Seven Eleven, we are going to be covering the news. I'm uh, usually when I do the news on the podcast, I look at the I look at this Instagram ac- account called Puberty. Oh yeah, no, I I follow that too. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the first bit of news is Mark Zuckerberg has released a new app to compete with Twitter and it's called Threads and it's linked with Instagram and Zuck has confirmed that 70 million people have now signed up for the new social media app and that, that was, that update was a couple days ago. So I don't even know how much uh, time it is or how much people it is now and to compare with other social media platforms, the time taken for the biggest platforms to reach 1 million users. For Netflix, it was 3.5 million years. For Twitter, it was two years. Facebook was 10 months. Instagram was two and a half months. ChatGPT was five days. And Threads was one and a half hours, which is crazy. It's probably because, uh, was it, the... Uh... More and more people have phones now, so uh, they're just downloading social media apps to stay in touch yeah. with like relatives or friends or whatever. I remember uh, my parents not even having social media accounts for a while, and yeah. was it recently they uh, have one? So now I'm afraid they're gonna somehow find me. Hmm. So there's, there's that. I I really don't like Twitter. I before Elon Musk 
took over i i didn't even like twitter then mm-hmm. um i don't know uh there there was a time where i just i just didn't use twitter like i, I chose to delete it because it was it wasn't really healthy and i was spending too much time on it and things like that that makes sense yeah i re I re-downloaded it. I kind of got back into it, but then I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of shit." Um, it was mainly due to the to the Twitter culture and like the there's a lot of toxicity on there. Yeah, there is. And a, a lot of them were coming from like people I knew, so I was like, "Eh." Ugh. Yeah. So I I de I didn't deactivate it, but it just like was inactive for like like six months, and then I was like, "There's no point in this," so I deleted it. Uh huh. Like I my account don't even exist anymore and which is crazy for me to do because i i had that twitter account since 2013 i think so. i had mine since freshman or sophomore year of high school and then mm-hmm. i was off of it for a while and then picked it back up i don't know when but i only mainly use it just for like game updates or whatever because there's people on <laughs> yeah. twitter that have like i actually no 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 i mostly used it uh for fortnite stuff to, mm. to get Fortnite leaks. Yeah, I feel like Twitter is it's a good uh place to get like live updates and news. Mm-hmm. I will say that, but the only type of Twitter I have is the podcast, so you could go follow us in the description down below. Wow, what a what a mm. good plug. <laughs> uh also in the news, the FDA is being asked to investigate prime energy drink. For what? They say that um, uh, Senator Chuck Schumer has requested the investigation over its high caffeine content, which um, they're referring to the prime cans, not yes. the hydration drink, because that's different. Yeah. Because the prime the prime cans have 200 milligrams of caffeine, mm-hmm. which is a lot, granted. Uh, yes. But have these guys never heard of uh like monster or g fuel or or bang energy or anything like there, that there's countless other especially red bull is a red uh, bull no, yeah i feel like uh no yeah Mo- i think monster has the highest uh numbering sugar if i'm not mistaken so y- you know what i think is um they're only investigating prime because it's famous and it's come into prominence uh-huh and you got all these kids talking about it because they're run by two of the most popular YouTubers. Mm-hmm. So naturally, it will be demanded by children. Yeah. But I, I know that uh, Prime, and they released a statement being like, it clearly says that uh, Prime Energy is not for people under the age of 18. Are you serious? So, Wait, hold on. I have a can of Ice Pop that I haven't uh, tried yet. I was waiting for something. but I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know where exactly it says that. I'm not sure. Oh, it actually does can, say but- that. Oh, yep, see, there you go. Mm-hmm. It says, drink responsibly, not recommended for children under 18 years of age, people sensitive to caffeine, pregnant women, or women who are nursing. All right, there you go. Yeah, they're fine. KSI and Logan are fine. Also, Logan is engaged now. Oh, yeah, that that's another thing. I didn't see, like, the entire video, but I saw a quick Twitter video, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Whatever. Same, yeah. Congrats. Um, best best of luck to JJ when he has to see Jake Paul <laughs> I, at the wedding. I saw a meme of that, too, and I'm like, I was like, that's actually kind of funny. What if they just fought right then and there, like outside you know, the funny. banquet? <laughs> I I have a couple weddings to attend, and I, there are some people I'm trying not to see, but I kind of feel better now <laughs> after what? seeing oh, JJ. Oh, that? Yeah, of course. No, here's what yeah. you do. You just get roaring drunk. 
and you won't even remember it. I I remember I told that to my therapist. I was like, yeah, this certain person's going to be there. And my therapist has heard everything about this one person. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, I'm probably going to need some liquid courage. And <laughs> my therapist had a kick out of that. She's like, oh, don't get too plastered. I mean, you can't, you know. you can't really, uh, I mean, you can't control it, but yeah, you can go a little bit I over mean, the edge. I already promised myself that that person is never going to see my pupils ever again you're not gonna if they say hi to you you're like huh you're looking at the ceiling oh yeah what's up yep (laughs) yeah also in the news warner brothers expects 200 million dollars lost from the flash making it the biggest superhero box office failure what are you serious no crazy no you you enjoyed it right i i actually liked it i would have said uh the the initial justice league release was actually shit or even batman v superman okay yeah i, I haven't seen any of those so Ooh, uh, yeah, i see that the trailer looks good it is it is pretty good uh but i was gonna ask since this is recent but uh the incredible hulk the one that came out in 2008 came out on disney yes. plus recently oh wait i just realized you still don't have disney plus never mind uh well i i had disney plus but then my family canceled it yeah uh, but but my dad is thinking on getting the uh what is it the hulu disney plus and espn bundle Ooh, he doesn't watch sports does he that is a pretty good deal um he he watches sports like during like events but my it would mainly be for my little brother because he's obsessed with football and hey man and wrestling damn son he, he's yeah. gonna be more into sports than you Dude, no, he already is. Dude, that kid has done almost every... Uh, no, but he has done so many sports. He's on a traveling basketball team, and he's only nine. Well, you know what? In all honesty, I wish I did sports as a kid. Yeah, same. Um, but the last bit of news is famous YouTuber Colleen Ballinger has gone under fire and is currently being canceled... Because old videos from, like, a long time ago have resurfaced of her and her character, Miranda Sings, allegedly being a groomer towards minors. And did you see the apology video she posted? Oh, wait, is this the one with the ukulele? The fucking ukulele, oh my gosh. Oh my, okay, no, yeah, no, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the apology video itself, but that is wild to me that someone uh she's actually like one of the ogs isn't she she yeah she's like a veteran youtuber she is Mm -hmm. she's been around for a long time i i was never like a like a avid watcher of miranda sings but like i i i enjoyed the character in the videos that i did watch of her yeah i knew of her and um Mm -hmm. i think she was mainly popular when we were probably in like middle school early high school yeah and so there's a bunch of videos uh, and a lot of like her ex-husband and a lot of her old staff that worked on her Netflix show have come forward and saying like, uh, this is so typical of Colleen. And um, there's also this video of her doing blackface, which is uh, not good. And also uh, old Miranda skits where she dresses up uh, as, a, as a Mexican character and a Middle Eastern character. And... She, there was also this very creepy video where she she used to, like, invite 
fans on stage during her Miranda shows, and Miranda's like a weird character. Yeah. Um, so they, I guess they had this weird bit where she did like yoga with her fans, but she would kind of sexualize <clears throat> these 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 children, and there, there was this Ugh. one. There was this one bit that she did where I guess like uh, she was doing like a, a scavenger hunt and she had like a little boy reach into her pants for treasure. What it's like, the fuck? That's weird as fuck. And yeah, not yeah, good. It is. So uh, before you told me that entire thing, yeah. uh, when you said videos resurface, I'm like, okay, well, here, here we go again. Someone like a very long time YouTuber. Their old videos are going to get brought up and then now are going to get canceled. But no, this is... I didn't know any of that. Yeah, and so all those videos were uh, going around the internet. And then she was quiet for a couple days until she released uh, an apology video entitled Hi, period. And, I mean, every... So many famous YouTubers have had to do apologies. And they're known for just being complete shit like Laura Lee... James Charles, Shane Dawson. But oh, the Shane Dawson I, one was funny. I yeah, I I always thought that the worst apology video to exist was James James Charles' <laughs> one, but Colleen Ballinger blew it. No, she didn't blew it out of blow it out of the park. She sunk it into the ground because it's not a good thing. Uh, I kind of want to watch it now. She may she said that uh there's a lot of things that her team is advising her to not say. But they never said I couldn't sing it. And she pulled a freaking cat oh. from Victorious. Oh, and my God. I actually, uh, just for fun, I learned up to play a part of it on the ukulele. You don't have a ukulele at, at your place. Yeah I, yeah, I do. I posted a, the video on my private story of me just playing it. How long ago was this? Um, That I posted it? Yeah. I'm maybe like... like couple days after she posted that video so maybe like a week or two ago that was yeah that was a while ago for me then yeah i have my i have my ukulele it's sitting over there but it's hmm. it's crazy how she made a 10 minute song about like everything and so i, I advise that you watch it because it's it's weird but it's but she doesn't even like really take accountability she just sings what happened mm-hmm. but never really went anywhere else with it so not good. You know what else isn't good? What's not good? The title of this uh, episode. So today we will be watching season three, episode twenty-six, and it is called "Busted Nut." I mean, nut. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, nut. I mean, nut. I mean, I mean, cart. <laughs> no, I don't want to say the other one because it's gonna fuck you. It's gonna fuck with you. Fuck you. Fuck with you. Uh, Damn it. All right. So, what do you remember about this episode going in? Uh, I remember I had it down on my notes, but I'll say I'll say it now. Uh, uh, there's a couple of scenes in this episode that were advertised for regular shows on Cartoon Network. Yes, I do remember some uh, ads being used, like they were used in a promo, and I also wrote note of that that we are going to cover when we get there. So why don't we get started? <laughs> So we open up at the park and Mordecai and Rigby are standing next to the golf cart and Mordecai says, all right, dude, are you ready? And then Rigby says, I finished digging the pit. The cones are all set up. Extreme carton, extreme carton. And then they both go, whoa, which is the first O of the episode. 
So basically what we could see here is that they're about to do an obstacle course with the go the go-kart or golf cart rather. So they sit inside after their O, they rev up the engine, Mordecai uh, drives the cart down a hill and they cross over this bridge that they use for a ramp and start to go kind of airborne. I noticed that this bridge is the same one from Meet Your Maker all the way in season one. Yeah, it is. But I don't remember that hill being there. Hmm. Yep, true. So uh, Mordecai kind of like turns the cart to uh, to make it like lean on its side and Rigby is holding the banisters. They start to like grind on two wheels on this like little this ramp thing mordecai is saying like hold it hold it and uh he pushes on the gas and says now and then so they they go back it's basically like this cool montage that you'll have to see in order to get the full understanding um they go around this obstacle course in cones weaving in and out of them they're having a lot of fun and mordecai is kind of like switching in and out of like sports gear and and um like on the prindle rather and they go airborne and then they're they grind sideways into the pit that Rigby was talking about. They fly out of it. They spin. Um, and then they land on this flat land. They're panting. But then they start to laugh over how awesome that was. They get out of the cart and Rigby says, Ha! We did it! We did it! Yeah! And they high five. And then all of a sudden, the cart starts to roll down a hill. Which I'm pretty sure that hill wasn't there before. But, okay. <laughs> um, we go down at a another part in the park we see mr maylard and benson walking around mr maylard is kind of observing the park he has a clipboard and he says hmm hmm the upkeep on the grounds look excellent this park is really coming together well done benson uh technically mr maylard says the word hmm but i'm not sure if that would actually be considered a hmm you know I wouldn't consider. I'd even notice it, but I don't think that's a uh, that's one. <clears throat> so while right in the middle of Mr. Maylard complimenting Benson, of course the cart rolls right by them, and Mordecai and Rigby try to chase after it, but not until it crashes into a tree. And then immediately Benson, they all stare at it for a second. Then Benson starts to say, "Mordecai, Rigby, what have I told you about messing with the cart? If you think." But then Mr. Maylard stops him by putting his hand on his shoulder, saying, like, my office now. <sighs> so what does Mr. Maylard have to say? So we clock wipe into the house and into the office. Mr. Maylard starts yelling at Benson, saying, do you have any idea what those car carts cost? I'm not paying park money to fix your mistakes. And as Mr. Maylard is yelling at Benson, Mordecai and Rigby are outside the office kind of listening in to see what's going on. Uh, Mr. Mailer threatens Benson, saying he could find a new park manager if he wanted to. But Benson says, don't worry, sir. The warranty will take care of everything. Mr. Mailer quickly swipes the warranty card off of Benson, and then he slams it onto the desk, saying, this expires tomorrow afternoon. And Benson is surprised by this, and he says, But that dealership's too far away. I'll have to drive all day and night. But Mr. Mailer doesn't care, and he says, Sounds like a personal problem. Then he tells Benson to get the cart fixed, or else he is fired. He kicks Benson out of the room and slams the door in front of his face. Mm. Damn. Yep, that, yeah, that sucks. So then Benson walks out of the house as Mordecai and Rigby 
are catching up to him. Mordecai says, Benson, we're sorry. We'll make it up to you. Rigby uh, comes in saying, yeah, we can help you get to the dealership. But Benson doesn't like that idea. He says, no, you two only screw things up. I'm getting that cart fixed by myself, so stay here. Mordecai continues to try to convince Benson to let them tag along by saying, but that drive is way too long for one person to handle. Benson still doesn't care. He says, I'll take my chances. And then we clock wipe mm-hmm. to the next scene. So what's the longest you've ever had to drive? Um, almost. Or uh, two- whether, whether it be like yourself driving or in a car with someone. Oh, with someone? Okay, never mind. Um, probably, well, yeah. 18 hours? Damn, where was that to? That was from Illinois to Minnesota. Okay, wait, really? Really? Yeah, that's, I think that's 18 hours, about 18 hours. 18 or 14, or 14, I don't remember. It can't be that long, because I've I've done a road trip to Minnesota. I wasn't the one driving, but there's no way it was that long. Um, I can't really remember, but it had to have been that long what about you i think um i've driven to various places um well i i go with cj's family every year to tennessee but i think i've driven to uh Mm -hmm. um florida was pretty long and then but i think the longest had to have been texas or maybe even alabama i don't know when'd you go to alabama so i this was back in middle school where I was, um, me and my family were going on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, it was with, uh, it was just for vacation, but mm-hmm. they ported from Alabama because oh. like that, that's where the, the sea was. So we had to drive down to Alabama park and then go to the, to the cruise ship. And the ride there was fine, but it was on the way back. That was a freaking nightmare. You know why? Why? Because I... For that entire week-long cruise, I was only 10 years old, and right. I um, I stayed in the hot tub pretty much the entire time because the the pool water was, like, super salty. I don't know what it is with Carnival Cruises, but it's, like, super salty. So Ew. I went in the – I was in the hot tub, and the only thing that I ate for that entire time was ice cream and bacon. And I don't think that's I drank- really healthy for you. It's not healthy, and I drink zero water. Dude. And so imagine being in, like, 95-something degree weather with no water and just bacon and ice cream. Not even, like, so, soda or anything? Uh, well, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I had, like, other stuff, but for the most part, that's all I had. And that, that ice cream better have been good. Yeah, it really was. So on the car ride back from Alabama to Illinois... Mm-hmm. I ended up throwing up oh. 11 times in the car. Oh, man. It was a nightmare. Wait, in the car, good. not even outside? Um, I, I'm pretty sure I might have thrown up at the gas station, but I, I was forced to go in a bag. I don't think that's ever happened to me. I think I was close, but I held it in. Yeah. Throw, throwing up is not fun, and just like, just knowing that you're about to throw up. Mm-hmm. Now, t- t- take it from me. I think I, I think the when was the last time you threw up? 
the last time I threw up, um, probably maybe, maybe last fall. I did it last week. Oh, oh damn! That there's gonna be none of that when you come over. Hopefully not, because no, not hopefully. It's yeah, not, not hopefully. gonna happen. <laughs> I hey man, yeah. All right. Mm. See, the only reservation is when we are recording our podcast. It is not gonna be like uh, "Bet to Be Blonde" because that was the worst one that we've ever done. <laughs> I need to. I need to listen hard. to that. I need to listen oh, to God. that so I would know. I need to be you know, reminded. There, um, I always see like I always see like people out and about because it's you know it's the city and things like that. One uh-huh. time I was at the local McDonald's and it was like pretty late at night. I I was hungry and I think I went to go over there at like one thirty a.m. Yeah, and I was walking back and there was this girl that was like all like she was like in a dress and she was like in heels and stuff. Obviously she was out partying. Yeah. And she was like on the side of a tree and she was just throwing up and all of her friends were just like holding her hair back. And uh, I was just like, oh, not good. I think I remember, or I think, yeah, last year when I came over, we, uh, we were doing the same thing. We were just walking to McDonald's or Popeye's or whatever for dinner. And then I saw yeah. one dude have his head in the in the in a trash bin while the girl is just like patting his back. Oh, I think I remember that. Yeah, it was on like a street Damn. corner. I forgot where, but oof, it's not fun. Yeah, it's not. So, speaking of road trips, we continue on. Uh, Benson has left for the cart dealership, and he we're broken into this this little travel montage where travel music is playing. It's kind of like dreary and dready. You could tell that it's not really a fun trip. It's not ideal for Benson. And he's on, uh, like, long highways. He's going on and off exits and things. And he's driving the park pickup truck, and the cart is behind um, in the trunk. And we get that little effect where Benson is, like, staying on the screen, but his background is changing. He's driving in the daytime. He's driving in rain and then fog. And then he's stopping for gas and going over bridges and basically traveling all across the country. And... He passes by a sign as the as the montage ends. He there's a sign on the side of the road that says cart dealership in 1000 miles and I had the note. Yeah. 1000 miles is a long way because just for a cart dealership or just for any dealership? J- just in general because Benson a regular show takes place in California and I actually looked it up. That's okay. if you were f- to drive from California all the way to Colorado. And so that's what you're saying is no, keep going. Well, I was going to say like, that's only, that's only from where Benson is now. Cause we just had a montage. So that to have to have been at least like another, like 500 right there. I don't, I don't even, who knows, but cartoon logic. He, he, yeah. Cartoon logic. Cause he's going out of California, assuming he's going towards East through Nevada, through Utah, all the way to Colorado. That's crazy. My question right. is, why does this deal- car dealership have to be the one and o- the one sole dealership in the entire country that uh, Benson has to go to? There- shouldn't there be another one at least in the state? Yeah, true. Because um, there's the park, and then there's also that rival park that's run by Gene, and they have a lot of fancy carts there. So th- th- this is obviously like 
such a plot device that they just planted in there because this is a crazy drive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> so he exits and he kind of is like giving himself a pep talk. He's checking his watch while he's driving. He's like, all right, Benson, you're making great time. As long as you don't stop, you can get to the dealership with time to spare. And then as soon as you get back to the park, you could fire Mordecai and Rigby. And he starts to yell because he's looking in the in the rearview mirror. And then Mordecai and Rigby's heads just slowly pop up because they were in the car the whole time. I don't know how Benson didn't notice it because he straight up stopped for gas and everything. Yeah. But so um, he slams on the brakes and gets out to yell at Mordecai and Rigby. And what does he say? Benson yells at Mordecai and Rigby, calling them both idiots and telling them that they shouldn't come. And he says, does the word not, not process into your thick skulls? And this kind of confuses both Mordecai and Rigby. Rigby tries to answer and says, of course not. Wait, uh, (laughs) uh, Mordecai, uh, explains, look, Benson, we just wanted to help you make it across the country. But Benson just... Tells him to shut up and let him think for just a second. And he starts breathing really heavily and then calms down just a little bit and says, Okay, ideally, you guys would be a million miles away from me right now. But since I don't have the time to turn around and take you back, you're going to come with me and you're going to do exactly what I say. So then we cut to this uh, mini montage of... Benson driving with Mordecai and Rigby in the car with him. He's saying water and Mordecai and Rigby uh, go down to the middle console to grab a water and Benson says open and Mordecai and Rigby are both struggling to open a water bottle and Benson says mouth and as <laughs> and as um Mordecai and Rigby both try to pour the water in Benson's mouth. Pause. Uh, Benson drives over hey. what, yeah, what looks to be a rock with some uh, rebar in it, and he bumps onto, or he drives into it, bumping the car a little bit. And this bump uh, causes Mordecai and Rigby to toss the water out from their hands, and it splashes all over Benson. Pause. <laughs> And Benson says, napkins. So Mordecai goes into the glove box and to grab a bag of napkins. Rigby tries to open it with... This, keep in mind, actually, no. This bag of napkins has, like, those twisty ties at the other end, like Brett does, right? But, right, yeah. Uh, but Rigby decides to just tug onto the sides instead of being smart and actually using the, the end that, that you're supposed to use. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe he was like stressed because Benson was mad and he was trying to open it as fast as possible. That is true. But but still, he, he kind of messed up here mm-hmm. um, because the napkins end up flying all over the place because they, they, they're driving with the windows open. So napkins start to fly all over. We get the shot of the car like they're, they're swerving all around and then there's a napkin covering Benson's eyes. And then he's like, ah, no napkins, no napkins. And then immediately we get a wail of a siren and a cop is outside making benson do a sobriety test (laughs) which oh i didn't even notice that it was a sobriety test that could be an adult joke right there oh yeah um considering there's no alcohol allowed in regular show and so 
they the um, they're back to driving i guess they were let off with a warning or who knows and then mordecai and rigby are all like uh guilty looking and then ben mordecai's like benson we're sorry the bag just wouldn't open and the napkins and then benson cuts him off being like no no more here's what you guys are gonna do for the rest of the trip nothing absolutely nothing don't say anything and don't do anything just stop messing things up the car is all quiet and then rigby says benson why do you hate us so much and then benson he kind of like lets his guard down he's like huh, i don't hate you guys i just hate some of the things that you do and then he kind of thinks for a second okay i really hate some of the things that you do i know you don't mean them but i'm your boss and as your boss, it's my job to push you to do better. And then Mordecai is like, well, is that why Mr. Maylord yells at you? And Benson kind of sees light of this. And he's like, huh, you guys don't know how easy you have it. Let's just say that his yelling is worse than mine. But is it worse than his face? Rigby says. And then they kind of all share a laugh together. <laughs> and then Benson, after a second, Benson busts out a VHS tape. And he's like, hey, do you guys want to listen to some electro pop music? And then Mordecai's like, whoa, you listen to that? Uh, nice. Benson says, just on long car trips, it helps keep me awake. So he pops in the VHS, and then there's like this electro pop that's playing around. Uh, th this track doesn't exist in real life, so it was probably made for the show. And we get into like this little dance montage where um, Rigby starts to dance with his arms, and then they all start to dance, and then they're like all synchronized and stuff, and then the lyrics are like, yo, 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 something like that. And then we get this, this shot where apparently the cop pulled them over again, because he saw that they were like dancing, but then <laughs> I, I could just imagine the cop pulls him over being like, Hey, I thought that I pulled you over just a bit. Oh, hey, hold up. Turn up that music. Oh, yo. <laughs> and then he starts to dance himself with all of them. Because we see the shot of all four of them dancing together, which is pretty funny. Um, we are now into the night. The music fades and they are um, passing on I-66. Benson starts to kind of get all droopy-eyed at the at the wheel, and he falls asleep for a second. And then Mordecai has to say, like, hey, Benson. And then he's all like, huh, what, what? Mordecai says, dude, you look pretty tired. How about I drive for a little while? And then Benson says, uh, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm perfectly fine. Rigby's all like, come on, man, you've been driving all day. It's not safe. Benson sighs. He's like, all right. He pulls over and he's like, I don't want to sleep for too long. So wake me up in two hours. Only two. Got it. And then Mordecai says, don't worry, dude. You could trust us. And then immediately we get the shot and it happens at 516. Uh, Mordecai's driving, Rigby's in the middle, and then Benson's sleeping in the passenger seat. Just from the look on Mordecai and Rigby's faces, you could already tell that they're going to mess something up. Just like, look at the little grin on their face. Like, you don't play innocent, Mordecai and Rigby. Just like, they're up to something. You could already tell that. They're, they're just so. glad to be uh, in the <laughs> driver's seat. So as Mordecai is driving, he asks Rigby to check the map to see how far, how much longer they have. Rigby pulls up the map and he asks Mordecai, uh, where are we now? Mordecai looks up ahead, squints a little bit, and he says, uh, and then starts chuckling because the sign on his right says, now entering Butts Land. <laughs> Butts Land. 
then he starts chuckling or murmuring Buttsland. And then Rigby's like, Buttsland? And chuckles as well. But then he realizes uh, that they're actually really close to the dealership. And he points over to on the map and he says, it's only like two inches away, which I don't... Oh, wait, I just realized something. Yeah, that that's that's the note that I had, but f- say, oh. say what you were going to say first. Okay, so realistically, uh, I don't remember how measuring inches into like miles were again, but that was like some middle school, high school stuff. I have no idea how people read maps back then because I can't read an atlas at all. And yeah. having a having a GPS on your phone that that's how I get everywhere, mm-hmm. and Me too. it's so easy. It's so easy to do because Rigby says that it's only two inches away, but obviously that's like what it looks like from his eyes. Yeah. But if you compare Butts Land to where the cart dealership is, it they have like a good amount of like distance to cover here. Yep. So, but <clears throat> the note that we were gonna say, did you notice? I was it on the right side of the map. All right. So if you pause at five thirty-two, <coughs> um, there's a bunch of different uh, towns all over. There's Buttsland, uh, Garyand, a- AFB, Mount La Palona. Um, but on the very right, there's this little town called Plainfield, and that is actually the town that Josh and I grew up in. That's the town that that we went to high school in. Um, it's like a, a, a southwest suburb of Chicago, mm-hmm. and it's crazy that that's uh, obviously this is probably not the same playing field because uh, there's a yeah. bunch of playing fields in the country, but mm-hmm. it's still cool to re- to see that. You know what always like uh, boggles my mind? Hmm. How the roads, whether it's uh, in a suburban area or even the highways, how they're all named possibly different routes. Like, do you know how long that could have taken the, uh, people to, like, consolidate with each other? Be like, okay, this road is this is named like this. This one is named after that. Oh, you know what? Almost like uh, Lakeshore Drive. Yeah. Oh, oops. Um, because Lakeshore Drive is is pretty long, but uh, if you compare it to like on a like I eighty or or. 66 or something those are crazy long mm-hmm. i um i'm friends with the with the truck driver and he um he he covers like he he tries to cover at least like 500 miles in a day yeah um and it's it's kind of cool to like learn about like traveling and highways because i think highways were invented in the 50s so they're like fairly new yeah so it's interesting how they were able to kind of like like plan all that out for like going across the country and stuff like that and because I'm, I'm looking at apple maps right now and these highways are they're they're no joke they're crazy you know what confuses me sometimes country. what you know how uh, some highways are designed like there's those butterfly ones there's those k-shaped ones if you're looking like top down it looks like a butterfly and there's one that's shaped yeah. like a k how do people even navigate through some of those? Some of those. I, I don't even know because uh, there there's a couple like clover exits. Yeah, that one us. too. Mm-hmm. But a bunch of different stuff. Either way, Mordecai and Rigby need to make it to the cart dealership because they don't have a lot of time left, and they better not do something stupid like stop to go to an arcade. Huh. <sighs> 
So if we continue on, um, Mordecai notices a sign on the side of the road. Joy Spot Arcade, next exit. Damn it. I, we were so close. Uh, they look at it and then Mordecai is like, you know what I'm thinking? Video game pit stop. Whoa. Uh. But then Benson is sleeping and he kind of mumbles. He's like, ah. they look over at Benson and then they go, well, all quiet. So they take the exit to Joy Spot Arcade. They park the car, leaving Benson sleeping and... They, they're about to enter, and then Mordecai is like, all right, let's do this, but only for 30 minutes. Benson's job is on the line. They go inside of the arcade, and then immediately, the, as the door closes, we're met with daytime. So they've been in there for hours. Benson is in the car, and he wakes up, and he's like, huh, what? He checks his watch. He runs inside of the arcade, and he looks for Mordecai and Rigby all angrily. And then he sees them playing a game, a gaming cabinet. He grabs them by the shoulders and drags them outside and starts to yell at them. Uh, the, um, I guess Mordecai and Rigby didn't know that it was daytime because Rigby is all like, uh, oh, turn it off with the sun. Um, real quick, before we get into what's happening next, okay. at 6.05, mm-hmm. we see a bunch of video games uh video game cabinets in the background like super donkey bros deli dude lemonade stand candle maker staring contest hat for sale and i'm pretty sure all of these uh all of these cabinets made appearances in previous episodes such as fortune cookie and just set up the chairs yeah i i believe so as well so they Mm. they use the or they reuse the same like game cabinet game cabinet names yeah there is an error because you will see that hold on let me get to it right now you'll see that the arcade has two cabinets for deli dude yeah and yeah but i i guess they just needed to fill up the space but you know yeah well so Benson drags them outside and he starts to yell at them. Mordecai is like, oh, how long were we in there? And then Benson, he's red. He's like, hours. You were in there for hours. Now we're never going to make it to the dealership in time. It closes in 30 minutes. And then Mordecai is like, we're sorry. We didn't know there was. it was daytime. There aren't any windows in that arcade. Benson's all like, excuses, excuses. How am I supposed to trust you when all you give me are excuses? When, when are you two going to learn that your actions have consequences? And he's like really yelling at this point, but I'm not going to do that because my voice hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, his voice kind of starts to shake a little and he says, consequences that affect other people like me. Don't you two understand? I'm about to lose my job. And he starts to cry. You may not care about keeping your jobs, but I care about keeping mine. Because if I lose my job, I have nothing. Do you hear me? I have nothing. Ah! And then he starts to quite literally sob. And um, this is really getting to Mordecai and Rigby because they have never seen their boss cry like that. Yeah. Um, I wrote down that this is definitely an iconic moment for a regular show. Hmm. Interesting. Because this, I, I feel like this is often clipped. And I, I see like little like snippets from it. I, <laughs> I remember that... Um, I think back when we were in high school or something, someone made a sad Instagram edit of the scene where they put like VHS effects over it and stuff. What? They they put it in black and white and they put rain on the screen and 
had sad music over it with the this deep caption <laughs> and and i wasn't sure if it was satire but like i don't think it was because that entire instagram account was like all those like sad like simpsons edits and things like that i'm about to lose my job you may not care about keeping your jobs but i care about keeping mine because if i lose my job i have nothing do you hear me i have nothing <laughs> I got, I had to laugh at it. I was like, "Hey, I feel for Benson, but if you put sad music over it, like, it, it ain't that serious when when you make it like that. It's probably one of those like fake depressed teenagers or something." Yeah. See, if you but, did it, uh, if you did that edit, but with Mordecai with his breakups and like uh, simpage, then I would understand. I would actually feel more, uh, more bad about yeah, whatever because- situation that person's in right though because those edits exist and they actually like do feel sad you know mm. but Mordecai, uh benson goes inside and he's like now if you'll excuse me i need to take my last bathroom break as an employed man he goes away and then mordecai's like dude we really messed up so what happens now so benson gets out of the bathroom as the toilet flushes he's wiping his hands He's looking down as he's wiping his hands and he looks up back to where the truck was, but he drops a towel and says, what? And starts screaming in anger and starts breathing really heavily and then looks around to see if they're anywhere in his sight. But then he sees this one, I'd say hillbilly looking guy with a really nice motorcycle and Benson yeah. calls him out and says, hey, you, there were two, there were two guys with a truck that were just here. Have you see, do you know where they went? The hillbilly responds saying, "Oh yeah, they were taking the shortcut out to Highway 13 to the cart dealership." Benson says, "What?" And then the hillbilly continues on saying, "Most dangerous highway in the country." Benson wastes no time and he asks the hillbilly, "How much do you want for that bike?" That hillbilly is very obviously voiced by JJ Quintel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, you could kind of hear it in the voice. But. You can, I think, three seasons in, you can definitely hear, uh, the voice actor or the main cast voice other like side characters, just for whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I actually had the note when Benson mm. was sobbing earlier, okay. his crying kind of sounded like Pops laughing. Yes, and that's because they're they're voiced by the same person. <laughs> I also noticed that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, all those like key characters that you could tell, like I'm able to recognize JJ Quintel, Mark Hamill, uh, Roger Craig Smith does a lot of voices here. So I, I remember was it, I forgot which episode it was. I'm pretty sure it was in this season too, uh, where Troy Baker also voiced a lot of the, uh, the non main cast of characters. Yep. Uh huh. So we get a quick shot. Nice. That's exactly how the motorcycle sounds when uh, Benson is revving the engine, trying to chase. <laughs> Yawning. Yeah. <laughs> trying to chase after Mordecai and Rigby going over or turning over to Highway 13. And we have this really uh, long shot of Highway 13. It has these 
really really spiky mountains there's lightning storms happening around it and it's really uh dark and this is probably where the turning point of the episode is so then benson catches up to mordecai and rigby and ditches the bike and jumps onto the back where the cart is and as he uh stabilizes himself in the back he looks through the back window where mordecai and rigby are in the uh front he opens the back window and he immediately says you idiots this is the most dangerous highway in the country and mordecai explains but it's the only way to make it to the dealership in time benson tells mordecai to get out of the driver's seat and he starts driving and he says i'm turning this thing around and as they are as they're crossing a really unstable bridge Benson passes over one tiny crack and that's how the bridge kind of collapses along with the road behind them. Rigby looks back and says, guys, I don't think we can turn around and Mordecai and Rigby or Mordecai and Benson actually look back to where the road is falling behind them. Mordecai tells Benson to step on it and we get into this montage of Benson driving as fast as he can trying to get away from the falling road uh, and Mordecai points ahead of him to tell him to watch out where there's uh, what are those things called? They're like spikes. It's on uh, 8 minutes and 16 seconds. Um, I, I've seen those. I, I don't know like because um, it looks like that they're no they're not actually like part of the road. I know that cops use those spikes to like stop like car chases and stuff yeah but i don't i I have no idea what they're actually called but so either way they run over them and then it pops the back two tires and they're grinding on the road like lightning mcqueen in that one scene (laughs) and um this is also the kind of the turning point the sky is not exactly red but like it's gloomy the sky is like kind of like foggy and black purple ish and there, there's like mountains all over them. It's spiky and stuff. So they drive into like this little trench area, and uh, there's a boulder that falls off of the mountain and it almost hits them. So they have to swerve out of the way. Um, them swerving causes the front two wheels to to get punctured. So they're they don't have any tires at all. Benson is sweating and he's shaking. He's like, "We're gonna die!" And then Mordecai's like, "No, we're not. We could fix this, Benson." He goes to Rigby and he says, Rigby, you you ready for some extreme carton? And Rigby's all like, extreme carton? So they climb out to the back while it's moving and then they um, they start to set up the cart. They open the back trunk and then Mordecai um, reverses out going onto the floor uh, or the street rather. They screech up to the side of the truck and then Mordecai tells Rigby to take the wheel and he kind of clamps like this little like uh, rope thing to the to the side of the cart and he tries to clamp the other end to the grill of the of the truck but then they have to dodge some boulders along the way first and then he finally gets it and he tells Benton to hang on so <clears throat> then we get into this really cool montage probably the best part of the whole episode where they're doing some extreme carton but it, this time it's for real and you'll notice that all of the stunts that they're doing were the same obstacles and track from the beginning of the episode 
So it was like a little bit of foreshadowing, which is a cool touch to it. They're dodging in and out of the spikes, which is supposed to be the, the cones. And they kind of fly airborne and then they go into this big, um, almost like a crash pit. And there's like this like green ooze goo at the bottom. And they fly in the midair. They land back onto the main road. And then it says road closed. And then Mordecai's like, oh no, but they have no place to go. So they fly across the screen like E.T., which is probably a, an 80s reference right here. Hmm. And then we, we get this slow-mo shot of them flying towards the ground. And they're doing that typical, oh, scream. And we get a shot of Mordecai and Rigby and then later Benson where their eyes, like the skin around their eyes is like flying back. And they're like flapping in the wind. And it's interesting at 949 how Benson, his face is also flapping, even though he's supposed to be made of glass. But yeah, um, so um, they end up uh, landing safely and then they ride down a hill and then right into the the exit where it says cart dealership next right. And then Rigby's like, look, the dealership. And then he's they're all like beat up at this point so they're a weekend Mordecai's like we're almost there and then we got a shot of these two workers at the car dealership being like dude it's closing time dude yes and then um we kind of get like this back and forth shot of the the employee slowly closing the cart but the the guys are like quickly driving up to it and then they're counting down uh when the closing is because they're excited to just uh, get out of there they the cart the cart dealership's gates are about to close and then Mordecai quickly pulls the parking brake and then they screech to a stop right as the employees say three, two, what, what? And then they see the cart going up to them and they end up making it in just in the nick of time. Mordecai says, uh, hey, are you guys still open? And then the worker kind of looks at them, not amused, being like, let me guess last day on the warranty and then without another word the roof of the cart just falls and breaks on top of mordecai and rigby we clock wipe over to an ambulance that is there to pick up the guys they take them away and um we got a shot inside of the ambulance they're all strapped to like these gurneys and they're all like bandaged up and benson has a cast as well as mordecai mordecai is all like well benson at least we got the cart to the dealership and then Benson says, yeah, but the truck is totaled. Rigby makes a joke. He's like, well, when does the warranty on the truck expire? Road trip. Road trip. Mordecai Rigby say. <laughs> Cutting to black, thus ending the episode. Damn. Uh, that was... That was intense. Yeah, that was intense. I know that I would never go on Highway 13 because that's crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. Other than that, we have no place to go other than lunchtime. Lunchtime. Lunchtime! It's lunchtime. Okay, so a little bit of trivia before we begin. The scene where a cop pulls Benson over and makes him point at himself with his eyes closed is a common DUI test, which is what police make people do after um, 
they're suspecting someone is drunk driving. I mean, the way Benson was driving, yeah, I can see that. I could see it. Um, it's also revealed that Benson doesn't exactly hate Mordecai and Rigby. He just really hates the thing that the things that they do, which is understandable. Yep. Pop culture references. The signage of Joyspot Arcade is clearly inspired by the real-life arcade fun spot with a similar-looking color scheme and mascot. I've never seen fun spot before, so I wouldn't know. You think it's like a West Coast thing? Uh, it could be, maybe. J.J. Quintel did grow up in California, I believe. He went to CalArts. Oh. oh. And another pop culture references uh, reference, this isn't listed in the fan wiki, but the shot of Morikai, Rigby, and Benson flying across the screen, like I said, could be a reference to the famous iconic shot from E.T. Yeah, I can see that. And production notes, this episode received 2.262 million views worldwide upon release. I remember wow. I saw this episode right as it came out. So I was one of those people. <laughs> I I watched it. I probably watched it uh, during one of its reruns. Why don't you take us through lunchtime? Okay, so in season three, episode twenty six, Bust a Cart. Who was the protagonist of this episode? Mm, see, it's interesting because at first, um, hmm, it. I want to say. It's probably Benson because he kind of like we we stood um, we spent a lot of time with him like alone when he was like traveling in that little montage, uh-huh. uh, but it was sort of Mordecai and Rigby that had to take over. But I would say that this is definitely a Benson centered episode, so I'm gonna go with Benson. Secondary characters, Mordecai and Rigby. Yeah, I uh, I say the same thing. Yeah. So who would you say the antagonist of this was? I, this is the first time where I left it blank because I needed to, we just needed to talk about it. I really don't know because. I I was going to say, I don't really think there was a direct villain. Yeah. It was more so the cart was busted or was broken. So they had to get it fixed. Yeah. um, Actually, you know, no. Yeah, no, no, no. It's a little hard to, to say because I. A lot of some people would say that it's Mordecai and Rigby because they're the ones that like they got them into this mess, but um, it wasn't done like on purpose. So, so that wouldn't make him a bad guy. Rather, let us know on Twitter who you think it is at Excellent Pod. Moving on, uh, wh- how many O's or hums did you see in this episode? I saw that there were three O's but zero hums. Okay, good. Because uh, I was gonna say something about this. I counted the. The first one, uh, one O at the beginning, the mm-hmm. second one where Mordecai and Rigby were uh, about to take that pit stop at the Joy Arcade, but I didn't count the third one where they were whispering. Mm. Um, well, we do count uh, separate O's, uh, but we mm-hmm. well, we don't count separate hmms, so that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, did you see any adult jokes in this episode? Um, I wrote down where. I saw, I could see Benson doing a DUI test is a funny adult, like, joke slash reference. Something that only the, uh-huh. the parents will understand what he's doing. And yeah, I honestly didn't see that as a adult thing as a kid. I thought he was just getting pulled over. Yeah, same. Um, and then I also wrote down Butts Land. Yeah, Butts Land. Hmm. That has to be, a, like, a real thing. Like, not Butts Land, but 
some form of innuendo in the world. It doesn't have to be here, but somewhere. I, I, I believe that there is like a, a town out there called Fuck or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of... What, what are the residents called? Uh, fuckers. Fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any iconic regular show moments? Um, I wrote down the little montage of extreme karting because that was cool. I wrote down the 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 little scene where they were dancing in the middle um because i I remember that was probably used in promos and benson crying i would agree to all those i thought you weren't gonna put in uh benson having his breakdown i i was gonna add that but you did so yeah it's heavily referenced oh yeah so were there any real life licensed music in this episode there were no real life songs, no. Yeah. So, out of five, how would you rate this episode off your memory? Or if you were mm. to remember this? For me, I put it as a five personally, and there's a reason. Ooh. But it, okay. um, because um, I remember this, I don't know why, but I've seen this episode like a million times, this specific episode, but I didn't like choose to watch it. It's because, um, I think back when it came out in like 2012, my parents were like taking this like business trip somewhere. Uh-huh. Nice. And um and me and my sister had to stay with um my with my uh, step grandparents, so my my stepmom's parents. Yeah. And that weekend, we were just like watching TV the whole entire time. And I was watching regular show on demand, but on on the little like on demand list, there was only like three episodes there, and uh-huh. this was one of them. And so, I probably watched this episode like like twenty, thirty times when I was over there that weekend, because it was one of the only things to watch. So I was like, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll watch it. So if so. you were to like recite the episode without even remember or without even like visually seeing anything if you could write it down could you um i mean i've gotten a little rusty over the years only because like (laughs) i try to stay away from this episode now because i've seen it a million times but um i mean i could probably summarize it it's it's pretty easy it has your basic like format of a regular show episode so for me it's a five but if i'm speaking like realistically for the show I could see people probably giving this like a 3.8. Um, I give it a 4. Okay. Yeah, so we're I pretty much there. Four. Yeah. So with that being said, would would you say this is a skip or a must-watch episode? Um, I would say this episode is a skip, but it's worth the watch Whoa. if you want it to. Um, oh, I wasn't expecting that. Well, uh, well actually, because see, I was going to say that it's a skip because it like... It doesn't really like uh, impact things in the future for the show, but mm-hmm. I guess you do get a good glimpse to Benson, especially in that breakdown scene. Yeah, because um, I, I, you could kind of understand his character there and mm-hmm. sort of the hurdles that he takes with his job in order to like, like survive in life. Yeah. So I, I guess yeah, I guess that could put it as a must watch. I was I'd say it's a must watch too because. Uh, you you see that Benson actually doesn't hate Mordecai and Rigby. It's he explains that he just doesn't like the things that they do. Yeah, you you make a good point. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. So then, would you say this is a good or a bad episode? <sighs> I would say this is a good episode. What? I'd also say it's a good episode. What? So, in the end, we have 96 O's. We're Ooh. almost getting to 100. And 61 hmms in the entirety of regular show. So, that's pretty awesome. How many more do we have here? Um, we're, we're approaching the end oh, of uh, season Oh, we're almost three. there. Yeah, we are almost there. So, um, you guys should totally stay tuned because... In the next couple of episodes, we have a surprise that we're going to be saving for you guys. As you know, Josh always visits me every single year for my birthday weekend, which is coming up. It's my birthday in one week in the time of this recording. And is it like Josh, it's uh, it's Tuesday. And uh, yeah, it is Tuesday. Josh visits me every single year, as you guys know, and this is going to be year three. So awesome stuff. And I can't wait for you guys to see it or hear it rather because we have a couple of surprises up of our up up of our sleeve. Up our sleeve. And not up, up of our, our sleeve. Ass. That's weird. Up our ass, yes. <laughs> um, so <laughs> you're just gonna have to stay tuned on what that surprise is. So you might as well follow us. The excellent podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify for Podcasters, and many more. And if you want to do what if you want to do us yes you could purchase our only fans oh my god you need to eat man that is i really need to eat I, I was gonna go grocery shopping but nah i'm gonna go to a restaurant i need to eat uh follow our twitter that's what i'm trying to freaking say at excellent pod <laughs> uh do you have anything else uh i got homework to do after this so all right so get to studying hey if you're listening to this get back to work I, d- I did. That was, that was pretty good. Oh, you see what I did there? That was pretty good. That's our little outro. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording. All right.